Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Then comes the end when He, Jesus, delivers the kingdom to God the Father, when He puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. You see, right now, Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. God the Father has given him this authority. That's what he says at the end of Matthew 28. All authority has been granted to me or given to me. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Jeff Tobler with Eternal Promises, and I'm so thankful that you've joined me. I'm excited about the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you? We are talking about the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Is it uh, knights in shining armor riding in to take another person's land and, and government and rule and reign there? Well, no, that's not what Jesus came to talk about. The kingdom of God is inside each one of us. The kingdom of God is where God has total dominion and authority over you. In other words, you're submitting to God in his way. That's the kingdom of God. Submitting to Jesus' teachings, the way that he walked on this earth. But from there, yes, it works its way into uh, our work. It works its way into the way a government ought to affect the people that it has control over or authority over, I should say. It should never have control. It should should be leading in such a way as to bring people into uh, the kingdom of God, the liberty, the true liberty from oppression, from unrighteousness. And as we just talked about, no government will ever fully embody the kingdom of God, but we ought to be influencing uh, work and school and families and government and everything. We we ought to be that light that shines before men and institutions and has a positive effect for it. You know, it's interesting to me that Paul contrasts the kingdom of God and what it should be by saying what it isn't or shouldn't be. In other words, if someone acts a certain way, we can tell whether they are a citizen of that kingdom or not, or whether maybe they're a a, a lackadaisical citizen of that kingdom. You know, in 1 Corinthians 6, chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, Paul says this, Don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Now, how does Paul explain what the unrighteous looks like? He goes through a list. He says, Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, that would be sexually immoral, nor idolaters, those who are in, you know, worshiping money or worshiping anything other than, serving anything other than God. He says, nor adulterers, those who are betraying their spouse by having sexual relations with another man's uh, uh, wife or another woman's husband or, or someone who isn't married for that matter, but they're betraying that, that sacred uh, covenant, that union that God has ordained from, from the very beginning. So, so, so adulterers won't enter. And he says, it continues, nor homosexuals. Homosexuals won't enter in. Those who are, 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 are disturbing and disrupting and, and tearing apart that, that beautiful design that God had from the very beginning. He never designed 
two males to lie together, uh, or to, to, to have sexual relations together, nor to have two females have sexual relations together. By the way, uh, this, is, this is very obvious just by the biological uh, agreement that, that we can see through God's creation. It's very simple. Part A and Part B biologically are designed to fit together. Part A and Part A do not fit together, nor do they work together. And Part B and Part B do not work together. Part A, let's say Part A is the is the male. Part B is the female. This is very simple. This is elementary, and even children could understand that homosexuality is not God's design. It's going against God's design, and it's going against the revelation of the mystery of the gospel of Christ and his church. So we, we've seen adulterers, idolaters, fornicators, homosexuals will not enter in. And he goes on, nor sodomites. So th- again, this is talking about some very disturbing sexual behavior that's outside of God's design for sex, nor thieves, those who steal from others, nor those who are covetous. Always, well, frankly, covetous is just being discontent with what you have and wanting what someone else has. So covetous people won't enter in. Those who are drunk, drunkards, those who are, and by the way, this wouldn't handle just uh, alcohol. This could be drugs. This could be food. This could be being intoxicated with something other than our love for the Lord. Uh, Revilers will not enter in. Those who are just um, very violently upset against other people and contending and just really wreaking havoc. Uh, Extortioners will not enter in. Those who are doing, uh, well, manipulating people unrighteously with a certain pressure to, to for their own financial gain, it's an unjust, unrighteous gain. It's, it's criminal. Well, none of these, he says, will inherit the kingdom of God. So, he's just gone through a short list here. It really implies much more. It's anything type of lifestyle that doesn't adhere to loving God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then loving your neighbor likewise. You see, if you go through this list, a fornicator does not love his neighbor. First of all, he doesn't love God because God created sex to be a wonderful, enjoyable, and fruitful activity, but only within the covenant of marriage. So that's not loving God, and it's certainly putting the one we're fornicating with at at great risk, we're we're saying no. I want you also to suffer the consequence of fornication, which would ultimately be being judged for the sin that we're involved with and having an eternal torment uh, of judgment. Rather than encouraging that person to follow God, encouraging them by our own example to love God and and to experience that love of God. And and it's the same with idolaters. They don't love God because they're serving something other than God. Adulterers, how does that love God or love our neighbor, much less our spouse? What a betrayal. And we could go through the whole list. You can see anyone who lives such a lifestyle is not portraying the kingdom of God. Now, it's interesting in the voice says it this way, Do you need reminding that the unjust have no share in the blessings of the kingdom of God? Don't be misled. A lot of people stand to inherit nothing of God's coming kingdom. Well, see here, Paul's talking about a coming kingdom that's going to be inherited, and yet elsewhere he and Jesus are talking about the kingdom that now is. 
And so what happens is when we come into Christ, when we say, yes, I want to walk with Christ, I want to be forgiven of my sins, and I want to start living out this kingdom, we do enter into the kingdom here. But we must remain faithful while we're citizens of the kingdom on this earth so that when we pass from this earth to the next, the Lord Jesus Christ can say, well done, faithful servant. Come into the kingdom I've prepared for you. The kingdom of God is much more than just a confession or being forgiven of sins. It is about a lifestyle because if the king of that kingdom now resides in us, when we confess he comes to live in us, then we ought to be living that lifestyle outwardly. We ought to be seeing changes in our life. And that that gets me pretty excited because it's hope for all of us who have failed. You see, Paul says it's by our works that we deny Jesus. We don't, we don't just confess Jesus and it's all over. No, our confession follows with a life that confesses him as Lord and King of the kingdom of God. Stick with us. There's more coming up. Jeff will be back in just a moment with some closing thoughts. Do you have a question for Jeff? Get your question on the show by going to eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-885-6834. This is a listener-supported broadcast. You can support this ministry by giving online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. Listen to Eternal Promises with Jeff Tobler every weekday or listen online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. Do you have trouble sharing the gospel? Is it difficult to find the right time to discuss the hope that lies within you? We understand. And to help you share the gospel, we've produced stunning, smart, and thought-provoking gospel tracks, such as the Taste and See Bread of Life tract, the Teases a Free Lifetime Supply, perfect for coffee shops, bakeries, and cafes, or get our Boo tract for Halloween that tells of the coming true Fright Night story. We even have our Close Encounter tract for those Area 51 folks that answers the question, Are We Alone? That and much more to help you share the eternal promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Go to eternalpromises.org slash resources to order your tracks today and get the good news of Jesus Christ into the hands and hearts of others. That's eternalpromises.org slash resources. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free. 888-88-LOVE-GOD That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is Jeff Tobler with Eternal Promises, and I'm so thankful you've stuck with us. We are talking about the kingdom of God. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this notion of the kingdom now versus the kingdom then. In 1 Corinthians 15, verses 24, Paul talks about this saying that, Then comes the end when he, Jesus, delivers the kingdom to God the Father. 
when he puts an end to all rule and all authority and power. You see, right now, Jesus is the king of the kingdom of God. God the Father has given him this authority. That's what he says at the end of Matthew 28, all authority has been granted to me or given to me. So Jesus is the king of that kingdom. God the Father has granted it to him. But there's coming a time where Jesus the Son is going to give back that kingdom that has been entrusted to him. Jesus rules over everything, all people, all kingdoms, angels, dominions. He's waiting patiently for as many as are willing will turn to him before the end and say, Jesus, you are Lord. I confess that you're Lord, and I want to serve you in your kingdom right here and right now. Because ultimately, those who do not choose to serve him, even though they will all confess that he's Lord, will not enter into the kingdom of God for eternity. It's something that's true, but it's something that we don't want for people. We want people to be able to enter into the kingdom. We don't want people to enter into judgment and eternal torment. That's the whole purpose for preaching the gospel, that they can be forgiven of their sin, that they can be reconciled to God. They can enter into the kingdom of God and be a citizen of that kingdom, and they can actually begin to walk righteously. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give, or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. This is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.